Welcome back, everyone, to the Knicks Rewind podcast. Today, we have a special collab episode with Mark and Jay from the New York Knicks podcast. Uh, we recorded it last night for about almost 50 minutes, and it's a good show. We touch on Kenny Atkinson's surprise firing, some of the Knicks coaching options, some of the games recently, um, President Leon Rose stuff, and towards the end, we talk about the coronavirus and you know how it may affect the league, and it was a pretty interesting conversation. So the audio, about halfway... So you can hear kind of a weird echo. Owen and I had to change our setup a little bit. I just had knee surgery, so we had to move our setup into a different room. So it's a bigger room, and the echo is a bit worse. It's not that noticeable until about halfway through the podcast with them, but just letting you guys know. Um, all right, enjoy it. Make sure to check out our Twitter, at Pod. Check out their Twitter, at NYNixPodcast. So enjoy it. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, the Next Rewind podcast, and we have Mark and Jay once again joining the show. Yes, and welcome to the uh, New York Knicks podcast also. Um, if, you, if you notice any issue with the audio, Skype, which we're recording over, has the coronavirus. Yeah. As soon as Skype gets, <laughs> as soon as we can fix, it's, it's infecting everything. I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah. Um, how's it going? That's great, man. It's yeah, we're all, good. All good. We're good. How about you guys? Um, yeah. Can't complain. Uh, the uh, the pandemic is going around. Makes this everyone is making everyone feel like Knicks fans feel normally. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Just I, <laughs> angry and so, weirded out all the time. Yeah, angry and just knowing like what's going to happen next. Yeah, exactly. Always on the edge of your seat. <laughs> so big news from last night. Mm-hmm. Kenny Axon was fired. Um, before we go to the Nick portion of this, why did the Nets do this? This is. It's interesting because obviously it, it's pretty clear that it it's likely no Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant pushing him out kind of deal. That's the assumption. You have to assume like why else – like they're having a quote-unquote disappointing season, but the two guys they signed last year aren't playing. Aren't playing, yeah, and it's not a great team really without them. It's like a good team. Right. You know, it's like an average team. but right. You you lose you lose your, your one of your better players from last year is on Golden State mm-hmm. and uh, you replaced him with Kyrie Irving not playing. What do you want from the coach? Yeah, I completely I was shocked like everyone else with the news and I, I don't know I think he really came in and built the quote winning culture with you know D'Angelo Russell last year and they had an amazing season with them, but I guess Kyrie and Katie and I mean there was a report that all the guys like all thirteen guys was kind of like a cumulative decision. And um, it's just shocking to me. I mean, like, I, I just don't get also how you, like, you base that off the players, though. I mean, like, it sounded like, but from what I've heard, like, I've seen interviews with Lavert and Jordan, and they all sounded, like, super surprised about it. Like, it, it wasn't necessarily, like, like, Lavert sounded like he had a great relationship with him. And a lot of other guys did, too. And, he, like, if you think about it, like, Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, like, f- were, like, fringe roster guys before they came to the Nets. Like, those are guys that would likely be playing in Europe. Right, those are like the, the guys that yeah. you want, like the Knicks. Like you want them to pl- bring in guys like that and develop them. Like that's what developing exactly. is. Like guys who are not necessarily like 
I don't know, I can't say they're star players, but they're very good players now, and they were not when the Knicks got when the Nets got them. Right. No, not at all. Yeah. So it's it's. I guess Ky- I mean, if you look at it, Kyrie and Durant saying, "Hey, we don't think he's the coach for us. Let's we're all going to be going to be healthy next year. Let's bring in the coach we really think that can take us, lead us. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, would you Would you guys want to see him join the Knicks staff? I, I, I'm upset that he's not been hired already. Yeah, I Had agree. The next time. Everything yeah. that he's done with development on that team, like that's exactly no, what he, we need in this he franchise. He is a perfect coach. He's from Long Island, like already been an assistant. Like it, it makes too much sense. By the way, when you say on the staff, I, I'm giving him the coaching job. No, yeah, he's I, the head he's coach. Yeah, he's the head coach. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, not yeah, like Thibodeau's I, leading assistant. Like he is the head coach, and he's going to get a head coaching job this summer somewhere. I mean, we'll take the the Nets sloppy seconds. I'm totally fine That's with totally that. Totally, yeah. The, uh, the Nets, whatever the Nets, they're not obviously they're not an amazing team, but they've done development. We're not doing any development. We need mm-hmm. someone to take us in the right direction. No, and he's a, he's a good culture guy, and he's proven that, and he's already an assistant with the Knicks. And I think bringing him back as a head coach, like, I think that's a no brainer. I mean, I guess like, but they they had a team that was attractive enough, like for Katie and Kyrie. I mean, he built that out of nothing. Like a lot of those guys came from nothing. You know, you get guys like Levert. Dinwiddie, who like were low first round picks, Harris, like that's that's the culture we want to build, and like Jared it was Allen. enough for Katie and Kyrie to want to go there. <laughs> I mean, you you can give obviously Marks gets a lot of credit for this. He like he's obviously developed assembling the roster, but and you could say like maybe he's getting he's finding the guys who are undervalued, and like Kenny's taking him to the next level, but uh, and obviously the combination, but Atkinson's and. I just don't understand like the firing. I think it's a ridiculous firing by the Nets. Do you think it was just weirdo Kyrie, most of it? I mean, that's a that, like keep it simple. Like, that, that's <laughs> yeah. probably the explanation. I mean, yeah, Kyrie's like yeah. I don't, I don't get it. He, he never plays Durant. Mm-hmm. No, he Kate, thinks the Earth's round. Yeah. He can't be my coach. Um, so I think that was a. Uh, I would say Kenny would be my number one choice. Right. Well, I guess who are your number one choices, or what? what like, who do you want to be coach next year? Do Kenny. you have any like? Right now, it's probably Kenny. Kenny. Should the Knicks wait to the offseason, or should the Knicks do it right now? Offseason. I think you wait. Um, I would say... Makes, yeah, it, yeah, that's too much. I think because what Miller has done, I think, I think you actually have to give him a lot of credit, too. He came into like, the most dysfunctional franchise. Like We were a mess and everything, and he's really kept us... like He's won us some games, and he's been good. I, just, I think it's pretty foul to fire him, fire him right now after what he was brought into. No, and I just I think mean, keeping him until the offseason is the right yeah, move. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, we can fire, I mean, we can fire him and bring in Kenny, like, the first week of the playoffs. You know, like, it's just like, we've got to wait, like, a month, you know. Well, then, except that if you do that, then the other teams that are looking for coaches are all competing for him. I wonder like, how many teams are going to be looking for coaches. I, yeah, a lot of teams have a coach right now that they're happy with. Like yeah. I'd say most. Mm-hmm. Like the Bulls every, might fire. He's every pretty year bad. Six, every year, six or seven coaches get fired. It happens every year. Yeah. So there's going to be a bunch of teams that we're competing with. Why? And I, I get. I totally think. I totally respect the Miller. Whatever. I might disagree some of the some of his decisions. I get. He's trying to win, and he's done an admirable job. He, in many ways, deserves a shot at the uh, at the. He should deserve to be considered for the for the position, but yeah. the Knicks clearly aren't that interested in considering him for it, or not making. It sounds like they're ready to move on, and I don't want to necessarily fire him right now. But I think there's a to be a big benefit to getting a head start on the coaching search. Yeah, I, just, that's a good you know, point. Interview Tibbs right now. Interview Atkinson right now. Make your decision. No, I, I don't think so because they 
if the Knicks want a guy, they can offer more money than any other team. And they so will, you don't need yeah. three coaches in the middle of one season. That's but that's they, dysfunctional. Yeah. Well, they can also offer like the, the most dysfunctional organization. So at least like you're like here, we're gonna offer to you right now. You don't know what the coaching possibilities will be later on. We're offering you offering you right now. The season's not even over. You can have this. We'll let we'll let Miller coach the season out. But your job, like the contract, will start the day, the day after the season starts. I just want to like, point out. I I'm really ha- like I really hope Miller is on this coaching staff next year. Like it's unlikely he'll be the head coach, but from what he's done, like I just I, I want to keep him on the roster. Like with our, the our defense, yeah. I mean, like our defense is like good now. I mean, our offense is god awful, but like defense is not good. Defense it's been good. It's been good the last it, like month or so. Like it, really it, good, but I we're like last in the league in offense. But we're actually like top ten in defense. Offense is terrible. Have we been top ten in defense? Is that true? Yeah, I think actually top five last month. Top five. Yep. Okay. I, I have not been looking up this. I, I didn't think <laughs> no, it's been not that like, great. Yeah. No, okay. But uh, it's been it's it definitely been noticeably without looking at the numbers. The def- Knicks are playing better defense. Yeah. And definitely a lot better under Miller. I I think I saw the Knicks were like 20th or 21st in the league in defense still. Any improvement guess, like, from not- Fizdale is an improvement, or anything other than Fizdale is an improvement. Yeah. We were terrible yeah. with Fizdale. Like, and now we're not like the bottom of the league. Like, I think like. We have a better record than the Nets do since we hired Miller, or around the same thing. So I mean, that's it's progress. Like we're we're not a good team. We haven't been a good team since we we hired him, but we've been respectable, which is good. Uh, I saw on Twitter people mentioning. I thought it was a good point. The Knicks got so much crap when they fired Fizdale, who was the horrible coach. I Let's, I, I'm, I'm dying to hear Greg Popovich and all the other coaches go. How can the how can the Nets fire Atkinson? Yeah, that's a good point. I saw that all over Twitter. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of Knicks Twitter was like really hoping that gonna hear some pushback from the Nets, but it's just the Knicks media bias, man. We live with this stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. We're a running joke, so like it's just it's just fun to make fun of us. It's easy. Give a shit. Anything anything Knicks do, well, there's a dysfunctional organization, and usually that's correct. So, <laughs> um, we haven't spoken to you guys since the Leon Rose hiring. Do you guys like it? Ah. <sighs> So far, I've heard the rumors be Tibbs for head head coach, and they're targeting Mello. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like any of that. Chris Paul. There were some rumors. And Chris, and Chris yeah, Paul. Yeah. We, I, we I can get the that. Well, yeah, see, here's the thing. I'm already if nervous. Could, I'm good. If you could hire a team president right now, why can't you hire a new coach? Well, we right. if we well, hire a new coach, like like Jay said, it would be the third coach this season. G- I think that's too much. Well, you could pay. You could say like you're gonna start after the season. We're gonna let Miller like you're the coach, but you're gonna coach coach after Miller's done the rest of the season. You don't start till the season's over. You I mean, that's basically implied so far for Miller. Like mm-hmm. he knows his job is not safe, and he knows he's gonna be gone. I mean, because yeah, Steve Stute, you know. Yeah, it's fine for him to talk to coaches, but don't make it public and don't announce it. That's that's yeah. just that. Yeah. Okay, fine. No, uh, no. Um, Leon Rose, I'm not. I don't necessarily. Maybe Leon Rose. He's obviously very successful in what he does. It's just what he does is not be team president or GM of a team. Um, right. I don't know if we need a guy a guy that's really – if you talk about what's important to this team, I guess there's two two areas. Are you, is, it, is the more important thing being able to lure free agents or is the more important thing being able to spot talent, draft well? I mean, it's more spot, important yeah. to the Knicks. For, it's yeah, spot talent. I think I spotting talent comes like – 
in a process like before we're able to lure free agents because if we're not going to have talented players no one's going to want to come here like Melo and chris paul make no sense for where the knicks are as a franchise right now yeah i yeah i don't even know how real those rumors are though i find it so weird everything the knicks are doing the knicks are like we've been terrible for the better part of a decade fans are getting angry what do we do? How do we fix this? We bring in a marketing guru. Yeah. Why just get better players and try to win games? No, no. We got a marketing guru. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to attract big name free agents. Why do they want to come here? You're a bad team. Why don't you guys just try just fix the fundamentals? No, no, no. Forget the fundamentals. Yeah. You got it. The Knicks basically, I don't know what their drafting department is, but they should, they probably should fire most of their scouts. Or just get oh, they're go- I bet they're going to. I bet he's going to revamp the whole whole scouting department it's impossible to tell what leon rose is really looking for in his players and i think the first thing we'll see obviously is the draft and like what kind of guys he's looking for and what he wants so i think it's really hard to judge him so like this early on i mean he just was named the official president about a week ago right Mm -hmm. so it's just hard to tell i think we have to be a little patient with him it's you know these rumors they always happen with the knicks but you can never you know you got the guys like and you know, Isola and them, yeah, just throwing things out there, wild. and you know how real really are they? Like Chris Paul, I feel really? like the Paul thing might be like a theory of mine is that they leaked the Paul thing to take some attention yeah. off of Spike, right? Or maybe they just want to see what the fans, yeah, think. what like, the reaction those, would like, be, because that's how Bowen makes decisions. Let's see. Yeah, I the Rose thing. So I have no idea. There's there's been there are other obviously like big um, big time agents who became team GMs who have been very successful mm-hmm. and we don't know like just because he had big time he's a big time agent with big time players you're an agent you go for big time players he could have a different strategy when it comes to building a team mm-hmm. we just have no idea what his strategy is he could be like hey how you build a team is drafting the right players getting draft picks finding uh, finding guys like the non-drafted free agents or guys that are failed elsewhere who we can develop maybe that's his strategy who the hell knows no, and also, like, a thing about an agent is, like, they've seen, like, a lot of successful, like, he's been around, like, a ton of teams and, like, seen right. how they function and how they do business and, like, he has insight into what works and what doesn't, which not a lot of other people can say. Well, know? I think that's the question. Is he going to use that knowledge or is he just going to try and benefit his guys, mm-hmm. guys with CAA? I don't – the thing is, what's the point of doing that? Like, you're going to – you just benefit your guys, quote-unquote – but then the team, the like you're going to go down as a terrible GM. I don't yeah, know. I think if you take the Knicks president job, you're looking for more than just, you know, your your agent guys succeeding, right? Like, I think if you pick up the most valuable franchise, you're looking to win games and build, like a, you know, build a winning team. Like, I think I don't think he's just coming in to, you no, know, boost his, his player or his clients. Because he's t- technically not affiliated with CAA anymore, you know? like it's, Well, yeah, he just, yeah, he, he had to read. I guess leave the organization to do this. Well, a um, of interest, but yeah. he also knows that the Knicks fire the GM every two years, so he doesn't want to burn any bridges either. Yeah, that's fair. Enough. I am sure he's rich enough that he never that he, I'm sure he's rich enough that his great 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 grandkids never need to work again. Mm-hmm. So I I think it's more like I reached the uh, the as high as you can go in this profession. Pretty much, I I always want to run a team. I can build a better team because I know I know what the teams aren't aren't doing are doing wrong. I want to take this next challenge. Mm-hmm. It's just, but it's like there, there were better guys out there. I thought we could have hired with like proven well, track records. And who, who yeah. would you have hired? I mean, I don't know. Just, I mean, like there, I, I mean, I can't tell you, but like, I thought we were going to make a run at Ujiri, but, but I guess if, if, but like 
hiring a guy like three days after you fired, I, it might have been like two days after we fired Mills. I, well, so. I, I have to assume they were that he was talking to he was talking to Leon Rose for a while. This is yeah. something that probably was not in the works for two days. Yeah, it's right. just a matter of we only find out found out about it. I would say the more I thought about it, like the Knicks, the, the rumor was the Knicks would have to give up like maybe two first round draft picks to get Masai, yeah. and I think the guys Masai would have just signed as non-drafted free agents would probably be better than anyone the Knicks would have drafted Drafted. anyway. So let's just do it. That's what I was thinking. I would have traded the two first-round picks for Masai, the two Dallas picks. I would not have traded the first two Dallas picks. I think that's too much. What? I mean, who have we drafted with our top 10 picks? Kevin Knox? You would have traded... Frank (laughs) Milikino. Is that a a comedy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, You wouldn't have traded the Dallas picks for this? I understand not wanting to give up the Knicks picks, which are high picks. The Dallas picks are both like late first round picks for the, for mm-hmm. Masai. Yeah. I would. You would not. No. I wouldn't do that either. I would gladly do that. You know the thing is, I have to figure out there has to be a way out of the this this swamp the Knicks live in, or just like just got it. We need a guy that really knows what he's doing. I right now, what I'm picturing is the only way out is if somehow we we happen to basically land. We we accidentally draft a LeBron. We accidentally draft like some great player who transcends th- this complete incompetence of an organization, mm-hmm. and that's how we get good. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how else we get good. Yeah, I mean we're we were a, a spot away from Jaw and, and and two away from Zion. I mean it's just like our luck, like the last like ten years. I mean we we were gonna draft Steph Curry, like right. I mean the luck yeah. in the draft is really only what I see really is. We got Rose. The Knicks are doing all the Knicksian things that they think that, that it helps the Knicks will help the Knicks win, which guarantees we have a decade of top ten picks ahead of us. And some of them have to be good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to get one or two. Yeah. Yeah, and at some point the Knicks will be like, "We're gonna take this guy for all the wrong reasons and have him turn out to be really good because we just somehow we somehow we screwed it up and got the right guy." Yeah, but also like the best two guys we drafted with our lottery picks in the last like 10, 12 years have probably been Gallinari and Porzingis. And we traded each of them before we could have signed them to a second contract. David Lee. David, David Lee. Lee. Yeah. yeah. Like we those don't are, sign yeah. anyone. What's the, what, what's the uh, last guy we signed our rookie extension to? It's Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward, right. Well, David Lee got a one-year extension. Uh, Charlie Ward's the, the last one to get a second contract. Right, okay. Right, okay. Jeez, that's... <laughs> damn. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Let's go yes. back to some coaching stuff real quick, though, because we said... <laughs> <laughs> Let's <laughs> go just, back to something not as depressing. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, that's so 90s. Before, was the before Atkinson was fired, Thibodeau's name was coming up a lot. What do you guys think of... Tom Thibodeau being we, our head coach. I'm, I'm good. So we've been talking about that. Jay, I know it's not a well, Jay. You can speak. You can speak for yourself and say you're not. A, you're not a fan of him. But I'm I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I. You know what? He's a. He is a very experienced coach. You can't always judge a coach completely by their past jobs. He's going to past coaching experience. He's going to learn and grow. He did a good job in Chicago. Minnesota was a mess. Defense. Would, He's a, he's a defensive first coach. We need that in New York. I I would be down with Tibbs. I'm not. He's not my my number one choice, but I'd be totally fine. Yeah, with that I'm just worried I, he's a little I, outdated, like yeah, a little. I yeah. Say. I feel like the NBA has changed a lot since Chicago, 
and he got a taste of the new NBA with Minnesota, and it did not go well. Yeah, Minnesota was also a really weird team, though. You had the whole Jimmy Butler drama. Like, how much of that really is his fault? You had Wiggins on this massive contract who was just not playing well. And a lot of that, yeah, sure, it is coaching, but, you know, he had a lot of talent. He had a lot of talent. When Jimmy Butler was healthy, they were, like, the third seed in the West. Well, I think part of it also is your your star players have to buy in and be really up for playing defense. Wiggins and Towns are not up for playing defense, which probably also the reason Butler got so mad because he couldn't— he couldn't stand the fact that the, the star players of the team weren't working as hard as he expected them to yeah. work. And as I think that, that's that's hard to put on all the coach, you know? Right. At some point, like, if you hire Tibbs, he's coming to a team that really just lacks talent. Mm-hmm. A team that, like, there's no real star players to be like, I'm better than this. Everyone should really buy in because the team is trash and the players have not proven themselves. Right. But, like, back when Tibbs was successful, like, games in the NBA, like, the playoff games are, like, it's like 75-70. Like, those were the final scores. Like, games were, like, low 80s, high 70s. And, like, the league has changed so much since then. And, like, Tibbs was a great defensive coach. But, like, if anyone can get Towns and Wiggins to play defense, it's Tibbs. And, like, it's it's kind of just surprising that, like, they didn't do that. And they were so bad. And, like, I wouldn't hate, like, bringing in an offensive-minded coach and just keeping Miller on the staff, you know? And I mean, like, that's that. That would be reasonable. If you hire Tibbs, also you want to bring, you want to have him like have, have an offensive coach, also like an mm-hmm. assistant that really like handles the offense. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's fine to do. What I do, what it, you know, what I really just don't want. I don't want a coach that goes. This is my first day. I'm the, my first day coaching. Yeah, I want an experience. Yeah. I think it's such a huge mistake with a young team to have a coach learn on the job. Yeah, that's a and good I point. Think, the thing is, though, like, like the. the the Grizzlies brought in one of those guys this year and he's doing great. Like it's not like Atkinson did great, you know, like it's not like Nick Nurse. Yeah. Nick Nurse. Right. Nick Nurse, yeah. I, I totally understand. I think it's just more of a gamble with a guy that, has, that doesn't have experience. And you really want a guy who gets it, how to coach from day one and it can work out. But I mean, like Memphis is working out partly because they also have like just a ton of talent. talent. Like yeah. jaw has been so good. I just don't want to get the notification I mean, that yeah. we hired Mark Jackson. I think the Nets are going to hire Mark Jackson. Right. That would be so They're going to hire Mike Jackson or Tyron Lue. If they get Mark Jackson, that would I mean, be the funniest thing. I, I bet it'll be Lue. That's going to be the yeah. next coach. That's what yeah. Kyrie wants. I think the Nick Nurse example, Toronto was just so good already. Like I think the Knicks are just such a lack of talent. They need just the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And a coach that comes in that's already had experience in this. And there's... So we had a chance that Tibbs has been watching the NBA and learned from his mistakes in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, sure he's a smart. He's a smart guy. Like he, he can he knows how to adjust, but it's it's certainly risky. I mean, I think we have the best in, of both worlds on the market right now, and that's Atkinson. Like right. did well, proven like kind of winner. Um, like one with a team development, built them, developed them. Was a really good assistant on some great staffs. Like he worked with D'Antoni. He worked with Bud. Like. That is the guy that we should hire. Yeah. Like, throw, give I, him I, a blank check. I, I would completely agree with you. I'm totally down for that. Here's the question, though. Is Rose going to hire a GM first before the coach? I guess, or is there going to be a – I assume there's going to be a – he's not – it's not just going to be Rose. He's going to have a GM working under him, right? Yeah. No, he will. I don't know so if Perry's going to stay on. Perry's really, really working hard to uh, – do you see the clips of Perry like laughing at every single joke that Rose makes? Like he's just sitting next to him, just like kissing his ass so hard. 
I think it's insane to keep Perry. I'm so down for firing Perry. Yeah. I know people are like, well, he's been fine. He hasn't been. Oh, we need blame Mills for all the negative. What has Perry done? Look at the team. You got to sweep. You got to sweep the house. You got to get everyone out. You got to sweep the house. Perry clearly isn't doing enough to build this team. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's the guy going, hey, we don't need to sign any 10-day contracts. We don't need to try to find any, any extra talent. There's enough talent on this roster. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if your mindset is there's enough talent on this roster, you should not be the GM of this team. He's this the guy going that so we should so start Peyton every game. No, he's, he's like the biggest Alfred Payton stan in the world. He drafted I, I mean, He drafted Payton. Yes, that's true. I, 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 I want to defend Payton here because there's so much crap you see. Like after some of these games, they're like, oh, my God, Alfred Payton. I can't take another, another moment of Alfred Payton. He's fine. He he's a fine a legit, backup. <laughs> yes, he's legit backup point guard. He knows how to run. And, and people are like, oh, he's passes to Julius too much. Whatever. He knows how to run and play point guard. He's not a great point guard, but on any team, he'd be a very solid backup point guard. What's his name? Moutier looks solid as a backup point guard. You just can't be like, this backup point guard's not an amazing starter. Because they're just not a starter in the first place. Yeah, it's just hard when this team is just so derived of any talent. Like, yeah, like Peyton is probably the number one guy. and He's the guy who probably should be starting. But it's also hard to win in 2020 if your point guard can't. It shoots, you know, 60% from the line and can't stretch his game out to the three-point line. I mean, it's also like of Peyton course. is a flashy, like he's a flashy stats kind of guy. Like he picks up a he lot gets, of assists, like so triple-doubles. Like, I totally agree that he sometimes has stats that are maybe a quote-unquote empty. But you know what? He does get assists, and the, if you want to defend Frank and say Frank's so much better, why is Frank not getting assists? If he's going to be your point guard, he should be able to get assists. Are you, I, I can't stat. remember. Are you guys anti-Frank? We're fine with Frank. It's just we're not we're not oh my god, Frank's amazing. I think Frank really his ceiling really is a backup point card also. I like to say we're Frank realistic. Alright, yes. that's fair. You guys are Frank. We're, not uh, we're we're Frank trained. We're, we're full optimists. we're full on yeah, Frank. Very optimist. But you, Frank you can Frank, oh, Frank can do it, man. You, <laughs> you put okay, the right guys around up. Frank, like it's a game changing defense. Flourish. He's I, I, I still believe. I I'm still on it. Okay, this year the draft comes. Are you going for a point, a starting point guard? Yeah, forget hundred percent. But I don't know who there is. Like I watched Cole last night against Duke, and he was terrible. Yeah, I don't want Cole. Yeah, he had a. I, I understand he had a bad game. The, but the thing is, though, you can't be. You can't say Frank's amazing, and at the same time go this team dire like dire dire need is uh, we need a starting point guard. That's so a, this is a, this is a good segue. You guys want to do some draft talk? Sure. So, if we get the number one pick, who are you taking? Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. That's, 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 the, one, that's, that's the one. Uh, he, I thought he's the consensus number one. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And he, he'd be Not the guy I'd go, we don't need a starting point. We don't have to go with a starting point guard. This guy's supposed to be really good. Let's just take the best player. Yeah, I mean, and you play totally him. You, you put RG at three and then Ant-Man at two. Like, that's that's a pretty deadly combo. No, and those guys are interchangeable just because of how athletic and, like, strong they are. Like, Edwards has an NBA body. And he's he's yeah. uber athletic. And if I he, would be totally yeah. down for that. And you could talk about bringing in Chris Paul or just finding someone else's point guard, but that would be a, that'd be great. I'd yeah. be very happy to get him. What about Lamelo? Lamelo can't shoot. Yeah. Why, why do we have to only go for guys that can't shoot? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. The whole roster can't freaking shoot. It's unbelievable. We have some of the basketball team that can't shoot. We never have shooters ever. Have you guys heard about the French kid Hayes? At all? Uh, you lost. You lost me at French. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do some research. He's a lefty. 
He's pretty good. I, He's I, pretty I good. don't think I meant that. I meant I just I don't feel like drafting. Oh, French. Yeah, you, you don't want to draft hey. on the Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Frank and the the previous French guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. And I also, so as far Frank as Frank, you. my feeling is he's a guy that should be able to contribute 20 solid minutes a night and be like, be, be happy with his performance. He'll be a solid backup. And he can sometimes have game team changing defense. If he can be more aggressive on offense, he can grow. I just don't ever see him being really a solid starter in the league. No, Frank should like come in for 20 minutes a game and exert like all his energy on defense and just focus on just, just that. And then like, making like one or two open threes a game a couple yeah. drives and passes and those guys like, are that's all you definitely valuable him. in this league like you need pat those guys to win games uh, pat that like, that's his ceiling he definitely does a lot that you can say he has value it's just that he's just not the value that we really need in the team as far as like a starting player. oh yeah he no, also isn't as good at those things as like he needs to be like he's not as good of a defender as he needs to be he's not as good of a shooter as he needs but to what's be. so exciting about him is you know the tools he has and the flashes right. that he's shown. Yes, and, and, and when we when we get to listen, it's been only three years. Seventeen years in, he'll have developed all those skills. Mm-hmm. At some point, <laughs> yeah, at uh, some point, it has to. I come. mean, he hasn't at scored some... a twenty-point game in the NBA yet. Yeah, you know what? There's like seven guys who were undrafted this year who probably have done that. Yeah, I mean, Kadeem yeah. Allen did that last year. Yeah, so there's <laughs> a lot missing from. You watch him; he's not a great point guard. He's it's nice when he gets aggressive. He just seems like too raw for third year in the league. He's still very raw. Yeah. No, that's that's a fair assessment. We've picked and two I of the most know, raw prospects. I like well, three, oh, you mean years. Knox? Yeah, Knox is think, raw. No, I think Knox is fully developed. This is it. <laughs> this is, this <laughs> is <laughs> the ceiling. He's not a good NBA player. That's it. Knox is not good at basketball. Yeah. Do you, He's do you, great okay. if you go to... Take it to Rucker Park and fucking dominate there. Yeah. But in the NBA, he's not a good NBA player. Yeah. Um, for, I, as for the rest of the season, what are you guys hoping to see for Knox? Like, are you hoping to see anything different? Like, do you think you'll see anything different? I don't know. I, mean, I, I yeah, Pistons game today, it seemed like he was actually trying as hard as he possibly could on defense and yeah. he actually got a block or two. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, that. Yeah, he hit a he got a block and then he hit a three and then got another block and I was like, wow, okay, Knox, two way little two way forward action. Like the only thing is though with with the with like defense, even even guys who are not great defenders in the NBA, they can guard one on one. They can get a situation where they get a block shot. It's the team defense which is complicated. Which you're not. That's he. I don't see Knox ever being in the right place where where he's supposed to be on every play. Yeah, one of those blocks was a help. Help defense block. Okay. Well, that's awesome then. Great. I'm glad Knox did that. Do you think Knox will ever be a good defender, Jay? Or a med- like an, a, a, an average defender? No, but the, the, the question was, what do I want to see? And that's what I want to see. Yeah, I, I agree. Fine. I completely agree with you. Knox will never uh, be a good defender. Do you think... I, I, I totally think Knox should get a ton of minutes going forward and play all the young guys because what else are we doing? Yeah, no, I'm, def- guys- I'm definitely on the play the young guys. This season's definitely a wash. I don't, I still don't know why Gibson is starting over Mitch. That's got to stop now. Yeah. I mean, I get some value of, I don't care if Gibson plays. I just, I think Mitch should just get 30 minutes a night. Yeah. I don't understand why not. He's having a good game tonight. He's got 10, 8, a two blocks, and a steal. Mitch so playing until he fouls out every night. Yeah, yeah honestly, had- like, why not? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not five fouls. Six fouls are fouling out. Play till then. 
Um, there was a rumor that the Knicks were thinking about trying to shop Mitch this summer. I, I on saw Twitter, that's no way. That's I, I never heard of that. It so came I saw from kind of like a weird source. Yeah. Sports or something like that. Yeah, that's not. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't the, get. Uh, I wouldn't get too caught up in that. The theory was the Knicks need like a star point guard, yeah, and they're going to uh, use. Yeah. They would. They would trade Mitch to get that point guard. Yeah, I might stop watching the Knicks if we do that. I don't think also like there's no st- like the thing is Mitch and his position does not have enough value to really get a star point guard right now either mm-hmm. unless he's being included in the uh, Chris Paul trade throw up. What do you guys think of the Chris Paul idea? I think we might make some phone calls. I don't think it'll happen. He's having a good year, but what is he 35 now and has a massive contract? But he's never slowed up. That's the one thing. Like he's he's been productive. He's been better this year than he was last year. Like he's gotten no, better. He's a, he's a good player. It's all true. Like, great. So the Knicks is the right move right now, bringing in a four, like a thirty-five-year-old on a forty-million-dollar contract. Just sure. in the face of it, this just sounds like a really bad idea. I would not do it, but I guess the argument for it is if you're going to bring, if you need a point guard, you bring in Chris Paul. If we're not getting any other of these free agents, you can take on that contract, mm-hmm. play him around all the young guys. He'll obviously help, you know, our, our guys develop and maybe win some games. Maybe if we have Chris Paul and you know we get Anthony Edwards or something, and RJ develops and Knox becomes a decent wing like yeah. that's maybe I mean, a cusp playoff chris team a like good player. chris paul is an all-star still he is an all-star so why is okc doing this trade they're not in the sense of they they are I mean, very yeah exactly to but get they, rid of his deal i'd say if they get a first they'd do it if they got like one of the maps first they'd definitely do it if we can give them like portis's contract like ellington bullock like just fillers and a pick, they do it. Because like, like they don't need CP3 because they have so many future assets. They wanted to trade all that. They like they want to trade CP3. They want to trade Gal. They wanted to trade Gallinari. But like, do they want to do that anymore though? Because they're yeah, a really good team. They, they were like the fourth best. I team think they're the they're comfortable handing the keys to Shea. Yeah, and just like but like because the timeline doesn't like, match up. Yeah, they know they're not gonna you know knock any of the Lakers or the Clippers off and. You know, give it a couple more years. Chris Paul's not a productive point guard in the league anymore. You want to have an asset for him. Because you know at this point in time, that team is not going to knock off the top guys in the West. They have a very good record. You have to think right now, like, they they probably are going to say, like, before they do anything, obviously they're going to wait till the season's over. But they're probably going to, like, let's just see how this team rolls in the playoffs. Maybe we're better than, like, maybe we can make the second round or maybe f- further. Who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. Someone gets injured, maybe we make a run. Yeah, if you're a 50-win team, I don't think you throw away your starting point guard. Yeah. I, yeah, I just don't see a 50-win team. And I think if you do it, the Dallas pick is not – I don't think the Dallas pick has that much value. I think if you're doing it, it you, want the, you want the Knicks' number one pick. And we're not and giving possibly, that up. <laughs> and possibly the Dallas – yeah, I, I think you need a – like, I saw some Knicks fans being like on Twitter being like, oh, I'll do it basically if they give us a first-round they give us a first round pick to take this contract. Like, people are fucking insane. Like, yeah. The, yeah. The only way they're doing it is they get a massive deal, like a massive value for uh, Chris Paul, which is not going to make going to set the next timeline back. Mm-hmm. Or I guess the next one are on a timeline. It's going to make the t- team even worse than it already is. But like when our young guys will theoretically, hopefully, get good, his contract will be over, and he he'll be like 37, 38. Like it just doesn't make sense. If 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 the Clippers are sorry, if the OKC is giving the contract away, just like they're like here, take it. Sure. Okay, I can understand that. We're just gonna swap salaries, whatever. I can make the argument, but to give up any assets, yeah, that assets, would be absurd. And that that that's what it has to be, basically. So do you want the go do, ahead? Do sorry. You guys want the 
Knicks, the Knicks keep winning games? Or do you no. want to see the Knicks start? I, it's time to start I know they're beating, they're beating Detroit tonight, and it's fine. And I understand why Miller would want to win games, because he's going to be judged on that when his next, his next job. But... I don't know. Do you want them winning games? I'll be getting nervous about lottery soon. Like this is the time where Tankathon starts ramping up. Um, I would be more nervous than previous year, uh, but because of the new lottery odds and everything, you know, as long as we're in the what top four, we all have the same odds at the number one pick. We're gonna right, go back the, to uh, sixth or fifth or sixth after tonight if we win. You could- and we're going to win. Yeah, and you could fall further also. So, like, you could fall the next, could fall to, like, ninth yeah, or tenth. You can fall to ninth which, or tenth easily. I don't which, think we will, but, like, we're only, we're about four games up on Washington. They're nine. We're three games up on Charlotte. And then we're a game and a half up on Chicago, who's seventh. Oh, well, I also meant in the actual draft lottery. Yeah, like, yeah, no. Yeah. Jump you, you could fall back, like, which is unlikely, but the Knicks just always have bad luck anyway. Yeah, but if so we can like, get into the top three, then our odds go up. Like, yeah. the same as the first overall. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather lose game. I mean, the years they drafted Knox and Frank, if they just had a top five, like the fifth pick in the, the, both those years, they could probably could easily have had the fifth pick. The team would be a lot better. Yeah. I, I'm not worrying about the lottery yet because a lot can change, but I will soon be starting to ramp up the tankathon checks and hoping that we're going to lose some games and be in that top three with the best odds for the number one pick. I want Anthony Edwards really badly. So, He's a Georgia so fan. I'm a big Georgia fan. Are not, it'd be great. Chances are we, decent chance we may not get the, get them one pick. Mm-hmm. Which point guards, what point guards do you like? I mean, like, do you like LaMelo? I like LaMelo. Think? I think I would probably, He's probably my second pick, honestly. Any, any like, concerns yeah. about his, lack, his, his, his inability to shoot the ball? 100%, but his passing is game-changing. He's a great athlete. Great and, as a stretch. He's a good athlete. And what we've seen, he's got an unorthodox shot, but like his brother Lonzo, Lonzo's shooting well this year. Right, but would you have, if you... If you knew what Lonzo was gonna be, would you have wanted to take Lonzo with that pick? No, Lonzo wouldn't. Lonzo would have been like the sixth or seventh pick in that draft. There are five guys I would have taken over Lonzo. I think Lamelo's yeah. the best prospect. Better was a better prospect right now than Lamelo. Interesting. Okay, that, that's that's really the question because if he's if he, and obviously they're brothers, so they don't have to be the exact same player. But if he's a similar player to Lonzo, I don't know if that's really the guy that's gonna be our starting point guard going forward. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I have not, I'm not watching all these New Zealand basketball games, but from what I've read and what I've watched, highlights. Yeah, from highlights, and that's hard to you know get. He's the an full scouting report passer. from highlights, but he his passing is game changing. He's an incredible passer. No, well that's that that does sound pretty darn good because anyone that that would be great. I also as far as who to who to really take in the draft outside of the number one pick. I'd like to see how the guys do in the tournament because I feel like that's also mm. it's, it's always hard to test them to figure out the guys in the college season anyway. And the tournament, they're let's see what they do in the big games. Yeah, like Jaw was fantastic last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they went out in the second round. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he had like 17, 15, and 10 in the, in the first game. Yeah, yeah. He looked awesome. I mean, I would have loved to get Jaw. Because yeah. I remember also during the season, some people were like, they were unsure about John, and then he had that performance in the tournament. And they were like, "Okay, he has to be number two. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to touch on the Spike Lee drama? No. Okay. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Do you really want to touch it? Like, it's now we have Nick's drama, which both sides look like both sides look ridiculous. I don't know why the Knicks like he's Spike Lee. He's your big fan. Like, you want to like be celebrity rogue? Like, just. 
that whole thing is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, my but, take is even if Spike Lee was wrong, do you want to have another incident with a famous New York fan? Why like, did we respond to it? Yeah, it's just yeah. just drop it with the photo of him and Dolan and the photo of the entrance and like. It all makes it worse. And everything yeah, we just always we, make we, we always make, make everything work worse. Ourselves. Yeah, it's just like like you don't. Did why does everything just hire a new PR guy? Did we? I don't know. I I, I have no, to. I, thought, I I think the PR guy is is Mister James Dolan. I think that is who. Because I mean, if we hired a new PR guy, he should have been like, "Hey, let's not try and Zapruder film this." <laughs> Yeah. A smart I, I PR guy wouldn't do that. I don't know how this got out of control so fast. Yeah, it's just I, I, we can't have one like the night before we beat the Rockets in a fun game. Like RJ hits a game winner. The next morning, I wake up and I'm just seeing like him on it's like Spike Lee on first take, just like screaming. I'm like, why? Like, no why can't I just that. like be happy for fourteen hours? Yeah, everyone, everyone has to talk about. It. I'm like, I was like, I, I really don't want to hear about this story. I, it's like they're like, well, Spike Lee has his side. The Knicks, maybe I'm like, I don't want to hear anyone's side. This is just a crappy story. You don't want to yeah, hear. Yeah, like, can we just like, can we just move on? Like, like, like <laughs> that should have been a behind the scenes thing that was immediately resolved. Yeah, hundred percent. Hey, Spike, buy every game tickets for every single game for thirty years. Um, even if it was your fault, like. Let's move on. Yeah, it's it's like basically your it's like your parents always fighting, and then one day they have a fight, and your dad's trying to explain his side to you, and you're like, "Can you guys just stop fighting? I don't mm-hmm. care about your side. Just stop it." Yeah, yeah. Um, you're embarrassing us. Yeah, the, uh, it's an embarrassment. It's like I just that Nick's PR Twitter account is just bad for my mental health. It's just, it's just so embarrassing. On a, on, a, on a more relevant issue or better issue, so part of the season. We were declaring Marcus Morris to be freaking awesome. And we're like, oh, this guy's really good. Maybe we should keep him. And there's a lot, a lot of talk. Maybe we should bring him back. How do you, he's been gone for a little while. How do you feel? That he, how, do, how do you feel? Do you think it's really affected the team that much? No, I don't really think so. He's not even playing that well with Clipper, the Clippers right now. And we haven't even been that worse. Or... He's shooting. I'm looking. He's shooting 40% with the Clippers, 30% from three. Which is a Maybe significant decrease. Maybe his stats are just overrated because he's on a bad team. He did the same thing last year too. He started out like blazing hot, and then eventually cooled down. So I mean, like if you want to bring a culture guy back in and you, you you're not spending a ton of money on him, like sure, bring him back. Like I don't really mind him. I think he, you know, I I I enjoyed watching him while he was here. He won us some games, and he honestly made us somewhat relevant for some games. But he's I'm not I'm not dying he, to bring him back. He was zero for nine tonight against the Lakers. The Lakers, yeah. But like. In some ways, he's one of those guys that's like, he's good on a bad team. Put him on a good team. He's not that great. Maybe we should stop overrating these guys and stop like Morris. The Knicks, the Knicks signed Morris. He's like a guaranteed start. He'll get big minutes here. Why? Yeah, but I'm really happy with that signing, though, because, I mean, we, we got a free first, first round, round pick. pick out oh, of it. no, no. It was a great signing. Great move. It all worked out well. I just don't think the Knicks need to be all in and bringing it back or like and they should also think about this and go in the future stop overrating guys that are they're playing here yeah. that are play, putting up big numbers here. I'm not really thinking Lots about, of, you know, bringing him back this summer honestly and if we do who cares? Like he's not going to it's not going to have much of an effect. I just think that the Knicks should going forward should stop going like you're a backup elsewhere you're a guaranteed starter here and we're like we love you because you you're putting up empty numbers here. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, I mean, is that a personal attack against Mo Harkless? 
Well, Harkless, he hit like guys, five we, threes against Philly in one quarter. He crazy. One quarter, yeah. and then they they were like, okay, let's not give you the ball anymore from three. And now he's now he's starting. Yeah, it's all these guys who were like, I played 15 minutes elsewhere, and now the Knicks are like, he he has to start. He just has to start. Yeah. It's like Edith Cantor was a career backup, and the Knicks were like, he's got to be a starting center. And he's like, I can only start, and they benched him. It was a huge deal. He was a backup at OKC. What's the what's the problem? Mm-hmm. So we we want to give a little Knicks update. We just won. We beat the we're, we're, Pistons. Yeah. We're gonna win tonight. Only gave up eighty three points. Mitchell yeah. Robinson fourteen points, eleven rebounds, three blocks, a steal, four for four from the uh, free throw he's line, for, he's five for, for six from the field. He's coming for Wilt's record. So yeah. So what's his shooting percentage for the season? I don't it's have like seventy six. I think. I'll look it up. What's and what's the record? He needs to average about the same. Beat Wilt's record. He's seventy three point four right now. He needs to um, he needs to get like twelve points a game, or else he won't qualify for like amount of shots. I saw that he only yeah he needs to attempt I think three point five field goal attempts over the, every game for the rest of the yeah. season for him to qualify. Which he should definitely be. Able Which he should, I mean if if yeah. Gibson wasn't starting, Wilt's over him, record maybe a sure is thing. Wilt's record is seventy two point seven, and Mitch right now is seventy three point four. But he needs more field goals to qualify. Are we the th- the thing about this record though is I mean I, I guess it's also a different error. But like Wilt was shooting a lot, and Mitch is shooting. He actually season. wasn't in no? this season. It was his. It was the last season of his career. Oh, okay. So I don't have the numbers in front of me. Yeah. Like, was he? How many points a game was he averaging? Let's see. He averaged so seventy-two point seven. He averaged thirteen point two points a game. Oh wow! Seven okay. shots a game. Mitch is taking five point six. Oh, right. then this is totally fair. Never mind. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's take out Wilt. <laughs> uh, no, Mitch is he's an exciting player. I What I'd love to see, two things from him going forward. Well, besides staying on the court, mm-hmm. um, I'd like to see the Knicks do more to develop his offensive game. Yeah. Like, he should be a little more of a – this would be the focus of the offense. But try to get in the ball in the post a little bit. Try some post moves out. This is – you're a big guy. Let's just develop your game, your game there. And mm-hmm. – let him take an outside shot. Yeah, just, I want to see it. I want to take. I want him to attempt one three pointer before the season ends. Or even just shoot the ball from fifteen feet. Let's just try a little. Let's let's, let's see it. Yeah, let's try a little something new. Stretch your game. I mean, like, what's the point? These games should be experimental at this point. Mm-hmm. And just like a little baby hook or like a drop step or like just. Oh my god, a baby hook would be so great. Yeah. Um, do you guys do you want to wrap this up by talking about some of the Corona stuff? Are you guys nervous yet? Yeah. So like so even podcasts about the Knicks we're gonna talk about the yeah I don't die. the Knicks we suck Knicks are Knicks well, are I mean Mark you started with four jokes about the coronavirus <laughs> yeah <laughs> I did that is we'll true st- we'll start um, and end about Corona are we nervous do you think we do you think you know people attendance is gonna go down I mean it already has kind of gone down it it should go down yeah they were about potentially having games without an audience I mean I'm going to the NCAA tournament in Carolina so are you yeah. That that might be interesting to see if I actually actually get to go. Yeah. How weird would the NCAA tournament be without spectators? Bad. Like, That'd be bad. The, I think LeBron said uh, like the NBA, but LeBron said he wouldn't. He wasn't up, not up for playing yeah. without spectators. Yeah, I mean they He's play for the play. fans. He's making He's gonna forty play, million dollars a year to play basketball. Yeah, it's, yeah. You, do you guys think it's gonna hit the city and everything? You think it's cities gonna, gonna, gonna shut everything. down? I mean they uh, they just gotta shut down a school in Scar- Scarsdale, like. I, you guys are in the city, right? Yeah. I've heard the, uh, the city schools, like, last resort, they really don't want to shut down the city schools. 
but you get you get a case or two, and then like they're going to start shutting schools down. Yeah, there are emails going around because uh, we're both in high school. There's emails going around talking about you know there's a real possibility you're going to have to do some re- remote learning, quote, quote, quote unquote remote le- remote learning. So we'll see how that. Let me ask you. So you guys are high school. What is, like, where are you on a one to ten scale for like how concerned you are right now? I'm not that concerned. I'm because like a three. I'm, yeah. I just don't want like it's just not fun to have like your whole like just like society just kind of get like thrown off. But like other than that, I mean, I'm not like too worried about myself. Yeah. I mean, the, I know that's not that bad for us or you guys. Like it's just like a bad flu, and I don't want to get sick like that. But I don't like. Yeah. I mean. It, the numbers they talk about, like, there's some projections, like, there, like, there's some projections out there that, like, from people in the medical field who have made project, like, I saw something online that, like, by end of April, there should be over a million people in the U.S. that have it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 actually pretty scary, man. It's very contagious. Like, it's I just don't really know where it's gonna go. It's like a, as like, contagious as a common cold. Like that's. I think it's more. It's more yeah, it's common, to be common cold is yeah. pretty contagious. Yeah, I think this is like. This is I think this is more. Uh, it's, it's pretty insane how much it could go. Like it's, this is kind of uncharted territory, like, so to speak, like we uncharted territory. Like we don't really know what's going to happen from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they really like, they're not, they're at least a year away from, uh, having a, uh, a vaccine. They said like, it could be done in a year if everything goes right. And that doesn't ever happen. Mm-hmm. And Trump is, oh, he's, he's, he's butchering asshole. it. Yeah, to say he, the he least. Is, but it's also a, even if like you had a competent president and he's not one. No, he's not gonna like. You guys want to? You guys want to turn it into a political podcast? Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should. We'll, let's just wrap it up. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know how, yeah, much, how, much, how much the people are going like? You know what? I tune into my next podcast to hear about the coronavirus. That's really what I want to hear yeah, about. That's exactly. what, what society um, has come to. Y'all have anything you guys want to say to our uh, well, listeners? Just. Just to say one, like, just to keep a corona real quick, mm-hmm. do you think the corona, like, forget the attendant, do they, like, do you think it will affect the league? Like, do you see any yeah. play, like, like, maybe some of the players will get it? Yeah, I mean, some memos have been sent out to be more careful, you know, wash hands and everything. I don't know what, like, the locker room scene is like with, you know, how nervous players are, but, I mean, imagine, like, a player gets it and a whole team is going to have to be shut down and everything. Like, they can't go near him. Right. Let's just say, like, like, like let's say the, before the game today, you found out one of the Pistons, uh, Tony Snell, had it, mm-hmm. and the Pistons are like, okay, we're gonna like quarantine. Snell's gonna be quarantined. If you're the Knicks, are you gonna go play them? Well, the I don't. The, the Pistons. If it. if they found out that the Pistons, one player on the Pistons had it, the Pistons wouldn't play because that's likely that another no, player on the just, Pistons has you just it. Just forfeit the year. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm just like the whole thing is. I'm, I'm thinking like. One player has it. That whole team gets shut down. I'm not playing. I would never. I wouldn't like, play that in a basketball game. Like people are sweating on each other. Like yeah, no, of course. Like it just seems like that's the kind of thing. Like you're gonna say how it's gonna affect the NBA. Just the NBA, just from the players. Like a team could be shut down for like for a good like, the rest of the season. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah. So as far as your fans, um, don't get the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I don't know, Jay. You have anything to add? No, thanks for having us. It's been fun. Yeah, again. yeah. Thanks for coming. On. Always. Thanks, guys, for uh, having us. Having yeah. us. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll do it again. Uh, maybe when free agency starts. And totally. We can go terrible new uh, moves the next make. For sure. All right. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Talk soon. Later, guys. Bye. Take care.